Dude, which is better, Rocky or Zoolander? <laughs> Love Zoolander. Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location, independent lifestyle, from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and this week, I'm dedicating myself to going on a Rocky binge. I'm Jason, and we're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can find more over there. Find out more over there about our lovely community of travelers and location independence. Trav, you threw me off there because I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm going on a... Like Rocky, like the movie. Oh, okay. I I thought you meant like... I'm going on a binge of watching the movies, Rocky. Sorry for anyone who was confusing. I did word that uh, weird. I'm going... I'm dedicating myself to binge watching Rocky, (laughs) the movies. Okay, okay, so... um, Some of it because you've been like, when I've been doing the intro, you've been throwing your hood up and shadow boxing, and it got me thinking about Rocky, and some of it because I just read this really good Philly magazine, dude, Philadelphia Magazine, probably my favorite magazine, believe it or not, Uh, they had a really good oral history article on Rocky, and I just thought, dude, I haven't seen the first Rocky in uh, years, I mean, maybe, maybe 15, 20 years. So why wouldn't I? And watch why it, wouldn't man? you create a video montage for location independence with that you know flying high now thing? Because that would be that would be fun. Um, you know, when you said you were going on a rocky binge, I thought you meant you were going on a rocky road ice cream binge. <laughs> so that was the, pretty much the complete opposite. Well, kind of. Um, one last rocky thing, dude. I could do that while watching I think, Rocky, of course, but it would be peanut butter ice yeah, cream. Yeah, I think I think you should just incorporate yeah. as many. Right, you should get piles of rocks and set them on your couch. You should just go go all the way with it. Um, you know, my sister told me about play rock music. <laughs> while playing. I grew up outside of Philadelphia, and Travis is in the Philadelphia area. We both grew up outside of Philly. Did not know each other. Little known fact uh, when we were growing up, but um, it's funny because we're. Well, di- different generations. We're both Philly fair. guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Um, and I have a birthday coming up soon, so don't rub it in. Um, but my sister lives in South Philly, and my family's in the Philadelphia area. And my sister's big into distance running and like trail running and everything like that. And she told me about this sort of underground run that happens every year in Philadelphia. This is a really cool thing. It's a marathon. And everybody dresses up like they're Rocky. They wear like the the gray sweatpants and the gray sweatshirt. And they run through Philadelphia. It's like an unofficial marathon. And I almost did it this year until I realized I don't feel like running a marathon. (laughs) But if I was going to run a marathon... I think it would be really cool to do something grassroots like that where it's there's no like entrance fee, there's no official forms, you don't pay or anything. You just dress up like Rocky and run through the streets of Philadelphia and with a group and you end up at the top of the art museum stairs like he did. I mean, what what an awesome way to, to run your first marathon. Well, I think that's also one of the reasons I've been so excited about Rocky, like because we're buying a house in Philly and I've spent a lot more time down there recently and got to know the areas of the city better. And I I actually am, if anyone's going to be in the Philly area, December 15th, this is a really cool thing they're doing. Then we'll get to the meat of this show soon, is that they're 
they're doing a um uh, a bike ride, a free bike ride. It's about seven miles, but all through Philly, flat. And you go, and they're taking the best Christmas lights in South Philly. South Philly, if you guys don't know, is is a typical, typically Italian neighborhood. So there'll be gaudy lights. It'll be great. There's great little pastries. Like everyone's in this holiday spirit. So uh, it's a free bike ride through South Philly. I'm um, getting to see all the best lights. So I'm doing that December fifteenth. And it just kind of got me thinking, like, man, I want to see Rocky again. You know, I haven't seen it since I really got to know the city better and understand where he is and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I'm just going to watch. I'm gonna, there's a lot now, right? I mean, there's four and then there's... Oh, dude, there's like... There's like Creed and then... Uh, yeah, there's uh, a Yeah, lot. you know, I don't know if a weekend's long enough, actually, for Rocky. I mean, it's, it might have to continue that over several weekends um i love to do stuff like what you that that's a really cool thing this little bike ride like just doing little adventures little local when you're at yeah. home little local right. adventures what a cool way to feel that travel high the uh if anyone wants to ro- walk the rocky run uh because i wouldn't run the whole thing it is 30.61 miles so it's over the length of a marathon uh, and they do have it all mapped out a bunch of places online. If you Google it, you'll be able to find it. So one of these days, maybe we'll put together an LI uh, Rocky walk slash run where we do it. It would Dude, be a really cool way to that see would be city. so fun. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's get to it. We'll do that. Um, we'll do it sometime in 2017. Speaking of 2017, we're coming to the end of 2016, emerging into the beautiful year of 2017. You know, I see a lot of people on Facebook posting um, like, oh, 2016, like everyone's saying 2016 is such a bad year. I don't know. Cause all these people die and different things like that. And the presidency, all this crazy stuff. It's like, dude, 2016 was good to me. I liked it. I'm excited for 2017. And that's what today's show is about is the five. We're not going to say the hottest because there's, as you pointed out before, this is not scientific. This is our, uh, our feelings or what we've seen happen, location independent movement, the f- five hot trends in the location independent business movement. And these are things that we saw people doing a lot in 2016 and working really well and uh, carrying over into 2017. So something you might want to jump on this if, if you're looking for a business idea or something like that, right? Did I explain that well? Yeah, totally. I mean, it's... Uh they're yeah they're they're trends and you know we're doing one of these trend lists and yeah, i know they're trendy <laughs> that's <laughs> but, the point but this is going to be fun because this is stuff that travis and i have witnessed through again people that we know through the location in the community but also um i think just intuitive feelings on certain things and we decided to put together a little list and these five things are um, some are sort of general categories and then some are like more specific type of things. And we're not saying this is the end all be all list, but we find these five particular things to be exciting. And I would say maybe, um, maybe percolating with opportunity, if you will. Um, so if you think about starting your first location dependent business or a new one, by the way, if you need help with that, there's a little community that can help you out. But, um, but yeah, if you're thinking about starting something, up in 2017 or starting something new. Uh, these are five trends that we've noticed. You can do your own research, not scientific, but I'm excited to get into these. Number one, 
Be a little-known actor who writes his own script about a down-on-his-luck boy <laughs> in South Philly, refuses to sell it to the big theaters because he wants to star in it, star in that movie, and then have about 18 movies made and a franchise made from it. And there you go. And then and by 70, you're still getting beaten up uh, being in a boxing <laughs> That is a... Story of Rocky. That is a proven technique that's a proven strategy uh it's been done before and um yes we're definitely recommending that number five ostrans <laughs> go uh go tweet sylvester stallone and get some advice on that something a little easier for real number one jay take it away e-commerce and this is one of those big broad categories and there are two reasons why i really like e-commerce as as a business model that you should consider first of all well three i mean listen the obvious reason for all these is that they can be location independent so i'm not going to state that every time second obvious reason they can make money right yeah in the e-commerce world i do feel like first of all there is a bit of a lack of good marketing to an extent, like there are so many different products and so many different things that you can sell online and so many people searching for things and more people than ever, it's constantly growing. More people are buying stuff online and it's just the numbers keep going up. I, again, I don't have all the figures. We didn't put all of that together, but we're noticing these trends. E-commerce is a big one. So I really like the idea that I think it's pretty... I think you can stand out in a, in a way that is unique. Um, you could pick a product, pick a niche and do something different and get some traction. I, re- I really think you can. Um, it's easy to set up. I mean, there are a lot of tools out there like Shopify and um, tools like that where it's not difficult to set up. And one thing I really, really like about it is that if you're going to put into time into something, and this is one of the reasons why I've been thinking about um, starting to build e-commerce stores, but I, I have a motto for this year. I'm going to tease it out. Uh, it's, it's going to happen on a future podcast, so I'm not going to share it here. One of the reasons probably why I'm not going to get into this, but the cool thing about e-commerce is if you build your business the right way and you make sure when you start that you're tracking your numbers and you know, you're diligent with your, your accounting or like what's going in, what's going out and getting your sort of formula down your personal formula or whether you're getting help online from somebody that teaches a course or whatever. These are the businesses that you can sell. They are an asset, you know, so you can say con uh, very concretely, okay, I have this business. It's been online for this amount of time, 18 months. It gets this amount of traffic. Um, here are the numbers here. Here's how the profit's going up. And if you go to empireflippers.com, they have a valuation tool. I know those guys over there, they're essentially a brokering website where they, they sell businesses for people. Online, online businesses. Online businesses. Yeah, like all websites, yep. And a lot of these businesses are e-commerce stores because it's it's just all the numbers are there. I mean, the numbers don't lie. So somebody can buy an asset. And generally, the valuation is going to be, I think it's around, I think their number is around like 20 times your monthly, um, 20 to 25 times your monthly. So that can if, add if up pretty some- big. Yeah, and if you're someone who enjoys the building stages and, and getting stuff off the ground and building it up, um, and, but you don't really want to keep running it or you don't want to set up systems, you don't want to hire people to run it, this could be something for you because you you could build it to a certain level, you could sell it. It's also highly replicable. 
replicable. So if you do one, let's say... You're going to get better at it. As you do it, you're going to get better at it. So then you can create new ones and just use the same formula. Yeah, like really quick example. If you started an online store that sold that sold Himalayan salt blocks, which is something I've always wanted to do, right? And and just like you you pick one little niche thing and you start selling them. And you sell that and then you say, "Hey, there's another product that I see that that I like or or I've done some research on and I've seen that, you know, there's not really many good websites selling this or I think I could sell it better because of this this and this." You know, then you could you just take the same website, the same shop, you know, put new stuff in and it's it's very easy to plug and play once you get the system down. So, I mean, the e-commerce is interesting. I mean, it's been around a while, but as you said, more and more people are starting to buy online like like everyone is now comfortable with buying online. Uh, one little hack I want to mention for this, and again, I've never done an e-commerce store, so this is just my thought, Is but what I've seen work with some other people is taking a product that's, again, people are boring, like you said, the marketing might not be that good, and 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 like being personality-driven with it, right? So um, we have a friend who does this with pool care stuff, we've, we've talked about a lot, Matt, um, and you know, pool care. Everyone can sell pool care. Oh, here's a skimmer. Here's a uh, thing that crawls around your pool and cleans it. But he like made rap videos about it and this and that. And so sites are really high because when people find it, they're like, well, this is way different than any other boring pool care website. And so there, you could do that with your store, right? If you're selling Himalayan salt box, you can start shooting videos and you could be funny and goofy. That might not be everyone's stick, but I see a little hack to get traction pretty quickly by making something boring or or kind of generic and and throwing some personality and making it fun and funny so people like yeah i want to buy from this this is this is interesting yeah and i think there's still a way to do it where you can build the asset so it's not tied totally to you so you can sell it later on because i just love the idea of you know putting time into something that you're going to improve on and that can give you like a 20 times return if you build a business up to two thousand dollars a month and you can sell for 20 times that which is sort of the growing growing a Going right. Going right. Excuse me. Um, I've been speaking Norwegian too much today, so my my tongue's a little twisted. Uh, you know, selling a business for forty grand, bam, yeah. and then you can build the next one and on and on. So I think it's a great uh, thing to look into. Number two, virtual assistants, and this is this is for people who are a lot of people that we have seen starting out who come into location and say all right, I want to start making some money. I don't really have a great idea or I'm not sure. I don't want to invest money in my idea or I'm not willing to like start slow or anything like that. I just want to get something that I can do fairly quickly and that can start getting paid for. Um, being a virtual assistant is a great way to do that. Um, we There's even a, a course out there that we recommend um, for people who want to learn about being a virtual assistant because, you know, there's a lot of tricks of the trade. And we've had a lot of people in Location Indie, uh, not a, we've had a decent amount of people in Location Indie go through the course and start becoming virtual assistants. And it's something that, as you said, Jay, allows you to be location independent because you're working virtually and allows you to start kind of right away. And uh, for a lot of people, take skills they might already have and transition that. Maybe you're working in an office job. Maybe you've been an assistant. Maybe you could excel, whatever it is. You could take some of those existing skills and roll them into this virtual assistantship where you're not learning something completely new like, oh, I've never done graphic design, but now I want to be a graphic designer. Yeah, we've brought a guest expert into the community to teach uh, what it what it takes to launch a virtual assistant business. We've also brought somebody in that that buys existing online businesses going back to the other side of what we just talked about e-commerce. But uh, yeah, being a virtual assistant, another reason why I call this a trend, Trav, a hot trend, that handle's so hot right now. 
Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I just, I, dude, which is better, Rocky or Zoolander? <laughs> Love Zoolander. There are more and more solopreneurs, if you want to call them, or more and more people working online. Consequently, there's a greater need for virtual assistance because those people, they grow their businesses, but there's this weird middle stage where you're not like a total full-fledged, but I wouldn't even call it a middle stage because that depends on if you go to the next level. There are a lot of people that stay within this stage of, I have a small team of freelancers. These are the people that help me do uh, my thing. And you need a virtual assistant at some point because you're just going to need help with some things to grow your business. You're going to be able to do it all yourself. And as more and more people go online, develop their own businesses, there's a greater need for that. And it's really hard to, to find that. I think it's a huge market. I think there's plenty of opportunity and I think it scales if you run it like a productized service, because uh, my old virtual assistant, Joanna, I got to give her a shout out. She started a company called a, Taskerly, I think it's called. Uh, I, I can't remember the the domain. Actually, the la- last time I used her for something, she helped me out with uh, something. I tried out something on Pinterest, Trav, which we could talk about in another episode. Um, but she had me go to Taskerly and buy her hours. So now she has a team of virtual assistants. You can buy the hours and she's just managing the team because she's so much experience doing herself. So you're not relegated to uh, just doing it yourself. You can grow and scale. And it's just a, a really hot trend i think hot and the, the hot. other the other key to this other than getting it up and running right away using um some of the skills you already have being able to scale at some point if you manage a team is that you also have the opportunity to start growing with the company or the solopreneur that you're working with so if you become a virtual assistant with someone you like them you, re- you guys really get along together you know their business grows maybe you get more responsibility so it, it there is ability to grow with a company or with That's a person true. And as they take off and start doing more, you get more responsibility and all the, you know, maybe you even become a partner. Who knows? But that's down the road. But there is that great ability to do that. Also, you're learning behind the scenes from somebody who's doing it. So you're going to be able to take those skills to any other business you want to do. So there, there are a lot of perks around it. Number three, and this might be the hottest trend that we've seen inside the location in the community uh, in 2016. and That hands is so hot right now. This might be the hottest. And this is Amazon FBA. If you don't know what FBA means, it means f- fulfillment by Amazon. A really easy way to break this down for anyone who's listening who has no idea what we're talking about is basically you're buying stuff from other websites, Target, whatever, Walmart, blah, 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 all over the internet. And then you're sending it to Amazon. You're getting it shipped to Amazon and they are, you're, you're then selling on Amazon, but you're not, for most people, they're not actually holding the product. It's not like you have a warehouse, you know, you can do it all virtually. Uh, that gets into a little bit of, um, kind of higher level stuff, but the idea that you're finding deals other places, you're buying low and then you're selling on Amazon. Um, and you're not touching the product. I mean, it's basically finding deals and selling. And it gets really big in December because we just see everyone buy everything in December for Christmas. Yeah. It's like the new age drop shipping. You know, we could have put drop shipping in uh, e-commerce. I didn't really mention that because I know we were touching on uh, Amazon FBA. And I've been a, a drop shipper of, uh, of giant, weird custom trailers, if you will. So I kind of you know, have been in that world, but this is a whole other ball game, the Amazon FBA thing. And like you said, Trav, I mean, there are people going gangbusters in, uh, in location indie. Our buddy Heath has been totally crushing it on Amazon FBA. And, you know, it's not a, 
like any of these other businesses, you know, none of this stuff we're saying is, is like easy to do, but we're just saying these are hot trends and, um, you know, definitely do a bowl. And we saw Heath launch his business pretty quick. And now within some months, he's scaled it up to incredible, uh, yeah, incredible amount. I mean, I haven't talked to him in a while. I don't think he's had a six-figure month yet, although I could be wrong. And here's hoping that December 2016 is. And I know it goes crazy in December. Um, but yeah, five-figure months, very e- not very easily, but I mean, consistently. Just do it. And, and what was great is like a lot of people come in, they're interested in doing this because it's very location independent. And if you get the systems down, you can also hire people to start doing some of the stuff you're doing in the beginning. You know, there's a... There's a lot of facets to it, and you could totally remove yourself from the process later on down the road, you know, when you have money to pay people. Um, and so it could be completely passive even at times if, if you hire the right people. But it's just, it's a great opportunity. And Heath helped a lot of people, and now they've helped uh, inside the community, and then they've started their stuff going. And there's a lot of moving parts, and we won't get into all that. But this is one of the biggest trends, was one of the biggest trends in 2016, and it's going to keep going because Amazon is a behemoth, and they will continue to be a behemoth. Yeah, I want to say thanks to Heath because he did like a two-and-a-half-hour knowledge share with our community location, Indy, and he went so deep. I mean, he showed us everything that he he does on Amazon and the stuff that's that's working for him. It was incredibly useful, incredibly actionable, and it still lives on in our video library. So I know yeah, people I mean, are still could, joining and watching it and commenting on it. It's insane. You could take that and start your Amazon FBA business. I mean, it's a great yeah. tutorial. So yeah. yeah, Amazon FBA, big, big opportunities there um, for people. And then, you know, within that, a ton of micro opportunities of what if you brand your own stuff and sell it versus selling other people's stuff. There's just a, a wealth of opportunities with Amazon and selling on Amazon. Number four, we're going to go with live. Sorry. And then I yeah. mouth sorry to you as I was doing that. T- take I was it. talking <laughs> and mouthing sorry to you at the same time because <laughs> I thought you were going to get in that. I'll take this one. Live online training. And by this, um, we mean, uh, well, this, this can fit a bunch of roles. But, but what I mean by this mostly is taking a skill that you have that you know something about. This can be frequent flyer models. This is what I do online training about. This could be, uh, maybe you know how to do Amazon FBA and now you're teaching people. This could be photography. This can be whatever. But training people, usually we're talking about in a group setting because it, you know, it's easier to monetize, but training them online. Um, and it can be you shooting videos and giving them the videos pre-recorded or, well, or I guess what we're talking about with live online ones and what I've been doing is training people on like a two or three hour session um, and just teaching them a skill and putting together a presentation on PowerPoint or however it is, teaching them a skill. And so they can take that and go with it then from that training. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why I think this is, well, first of all, see, congratulations. I mean, you just did this pretty recently with your frequent flyer boot camp, which I am a past customer of. I mean, it's one of the, one of the, uh, early birds, maybe. I don't know. I don't know That's how long right. I had it one out of, there, but, um, yeah, one of the first people to, to buy yeah. it even before we really knew each other. Yeah. Then. I mean, and it was well worth it. And, um, you know, that's the thing about this. We're not saying, Oh, just throw something out there. I mean, you want to create something that's going to be very helpful. I mean, like extremely helpful for people. Like they're going to get their money's worth times five times, 10 times 20 in the case of frequent flyer miles, you know, you are, you're definitely going to get your money back times, a hundred if you do it for, you know, right. years to come. You might get, you might get 10 to a hundred thousand dollars, tens of hun- tens 
of thousands of dollars up to a hundred thousand yeah. dollars of plane tickets in your lifetime, right? So, so, it's, so it's it's about providing the value, but outside, I mean, that's a whole other podcast. We could talk about content creation and, and what's all involved there. But uh, one of the things I I like about this and why I think it's a hot trend is, I mean, we've seen success with it personally. We've done a lot of live things with uh, the Paradise Pack and and some other things that we've done. You've done your frequent flyer boot camp stuff, uh, and also. The more you put yourself out there in this way, the less competition there is. You know, if you think about it, there are, aren't a lot of people that are doing live trainings online because it, even though you're just online, you know, it, you want to deliver. It's scary. It's hard. You still have to put a certain level of product out there. And, um, you know, it means because it has to be at a certain level and a lot of people are, aren't willing to do it because it's easier to sit behind the computer and just type something. You have a lot of opportunity to stand out. Yeah, you're putting yourself out there because, you know, you're, 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 especially if you're doing it live, it's like an actor going on stage, right? On a performance. It's different if you're doing, a, if you're shooting a movie or if you're on Broadway, right? Because every time you're going out, you're like, I got to bring it. I, I don't want to mess up. But you're also, it, it takes a lot of time to, to prep, right? I mean, you're, you're putting together your presentation, you're practicing it, you know, and you might, you won't get it right the first time perfectly, but it'll get better and better. And so there's kind of two ways to do live online trainings that, that I've seen work. And uh, a lot of times people refer to them as workshops, webinars, uh, master classes, anything like that. But what you can do and the way I see it working is one, you can offer a paid uh, live online training. And so I did this with the frequent flyer miles. I said, Hey, it's going to be 97 bucks. I'm going to teach you everything I know about frequent flyer miles. Um, but it's a paid, you know, so you're paying up front and then you're, then you're learning on the, on the session and it's three hours and it's like all the best stuff, everything I could possibly teach you. Right. And then you get a recording and, and all that to have later. So you can offer a paid one and make money right there. Or in a way, a lot of people do this now. Um, is you can offer a free training and it's, it's a part of, of your product. So this is if you, I would say go with the paid thing if you don't already have a product. But if you have a product that's maybe a premium product, maybe it's 500 bucks, maybe it's 300 bucks, maybe it's 1000 bucks, you do a free training where you give them an hour's worth of content, you blow them away with what you have, and then you offer the fact that they can learn more with your product. Um, and you people see a lot of that. So there's two ways to go about it. But this idea that you're you're teaching people live they can they can show up whether they're paying or whether it's free whether you're offering them to buy something later or or this is just it you're learning right now everything um there's a lot of ways to run it and that just depends on what you want to do but it's just it's it's pretty addicting once you start doing it and it's fun and it's very effective and people get to know you and you can communicate your message really effectively. That's what I like. And you can also do Q and A's. So people get a ton of value after that. You say, Hey, if I didn't answer any of your questions, like ask me. So people love that because you're giving them tons of value. If you're an expert in something, you're telling them everything you know. Um, that's, that's highly valuable. And I think people can start rocking this pretty easily and pretty quickly. Yeah. And. I mean, let's not underestimate the last thing that you said, which is the fun part. I think you can get caught up in like it being scary, but then once you get on there and you start interacting with people, and that's one of the best parts about being online is actually meeting people and you're there and it's like a live thing. It's a lot of fun. It's a ton of fun and it, it can be. So don't poo poo it just because, uh, you know, you might be a little nervous. Maybe the, you know, the technology is not as hard as you think it is and it's, if we it's, can do it. Yeah. If we can do it, it can be done. <laughs> um, I, one last thing I want to just throw on there too. One cool 
tip hack that I would tell anyone to use if they're just building their community or they want to build some some momentum around what they're doing for a beginner, you can offer free training and and have people sign up for it for free and then you don't even offer anything. Maybe you don't have a product at the end, but it's just so that they get on your email list and they know your group. Yeah, and practice and stuff like that. So you can do it for free and then not sell anything too. It's just a a marketing type thing. Um, Number five, this is... This Something you me. love. I you gotta love take this. it. You love this. I'll take this one. Um, this is a great way. If someone came to me right now and said, I want to be location independent, um, what should I get into? Should I, should I start learning graphic design? Should I learn web development? Should I, all those things are great. And if you already have if you, you know, if you have a desire to do them or you have those skills already, great. But what I would tell someone to do that I think would be the most profitable and probably the easiest to learn right out of the bat, um, would be running Facebook ads. So for all of you, explain that you're saying for a client for a client. Yeah. So if we're talking about like learning a skill that then you can charge people and do it for other people, obviously you could do it for yourself too. And if you create products, great, which is what I do. I now know how to do Facebook ads so we can run them for our own products, but this would be client based because you could get paid right away. And here's the key. They're not that hard to learn how to use. There's a lot of cool technology around it that makes it very simple but so many people don't know how to use them because it's new, fairly new. And you can go to a client and you could say, hey, give me your budget. I can, you can almost guarantee them a certain return. You know, if you've done it once or twice and you see results, you can say, like, you can prove results to them and say, yeah, you're paying me X amount, but look at what you're coming in. Look at what you're bringing in. You're bringing in this many new email subscribers. Business you're bringing owners in this like many that. people to your website. Yeah. You're giving them numbers that they can see and facebook does all the hard work they help you market they give you all the numbers you can niche down to the 24 year old living in this zip code who likes this and you can market to them and then you just give all those numbers to the people uh to the businesses and you're like here's how much money we brought in from these facebook ads or how many viewers we had or how many clicks we had or whatever yeah and we have spent an insane amount of money on facebook ads this year so we we (laughs) We do have experience with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're talking... Uh, uh, enough is it for a luxury car. Let's, yeah. Let's put it that yeah. way, pretty much. Maybe not a luxury car, but a, mid, a mid-luxury a mid car, let's say. A mid-luxury car in Facebook ads. And uh, <laughs> Chris is going to buzz us right now, and I'll stop nerding out on Facebook ads, but I do... <laughs> The, the value is there for someone who, who likes this, who likes numbers, who likes being fairly organized, too. Um, and who likes being creative and, and the marketing side, I would say start learning Facebook ads. Um, try them out, you know, play around with it, and then just start putting yourself out there because the clients aren't going to know what they're doing, right? Like they don't want to learn it because they think it's going to be hard, and you can charge a lot of money for it. That location independent business is so hot right now. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> E-commerce, virtual assistants, Amazon FBA, Offering live online trainings, webinars, workshops, and Facebook ads. That's the sizzle. That's so the hot in 2016 hot and continuing on <laughs> That was fun, man. I mean, there are millions of things to pick from. And of course, this list is way debatable. And you might have your own trends that you want to add in here. Uh, if you do, send them to us because we, we're always up for learning more about other types of location-independent businesses. And we're always curious about what people are doing. Travis and I are probably 
Well, I mean, we're definitely very curious people, that's for sure. So when we start hearing, oh, you're location dependent, what are you doing? Um, it's always interesting to hear how people are doing it. So if you have like a little known trend or some weird, obscure thing you're doing that you want to share with us, um, let us know at Pack of Peanuts, at Zero to Travel on Twitter. You know, if you are thinking about the location dependent lifestyle, you're already doing it, you want to connect with others, other like-minded people that are uh, living this crazy, unconventional lifestyle, we have a community for that. It's called Location Indie. Same name as this podcast. Check it out. You can sign up for the email list there. It's free. We're dishing tons of value. And um, if you think it's a fit for you, you can join the community at some other time. We'd love to have you. Yeah, we're keeping our pulse on what's so hot. That location-independent location business is so hot right I now. I got to go watch some Rocky. I've got about 18 movies to get through in the next week. So thank you guys for joining us. I'm going to go watch Rocky. Probably Jay will just continue to say stuff in Zoolander voices <laughs> for the for the rest of the night. I actually, so I'm, I'm hoping that Chris is like sending us out on a on the, on that Rocky theme song. If I I don't think we have the rights to it though. But uh, anyway, I'm getting I'm getting fired up listening to it in my head. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll chat soon. Cheers. Peace. So hot right now. So hot.